0: Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah Wood. This year will be the best year of your life. I said this year will be the best year of your life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So we've been talking about building a strong foundation, laying a solid foundation for the days ahead. Even as it gets darker and darker in the world, the church and you will keep shining and shining in Jesus' name. I said you will keep shining and shining in Jesus name yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. amen so we talked about the fact that in in Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 let's 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 go over some highlights and then we'll get into our lesson today Matthew 7 24 he says therefore whoever hears these things of mine and does them I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the Rock and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on, beat on that house. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wings blew, and beat on that house. And it fell, and great was its fall. And we talked about the fact that the foundation is Jesus Christ he's the rock but really if you analyze and look at this carefully the wise person is the one who does the Word of God and that is the person building on a solid or a strong foundation so it's the doing of the Word of God that indicates that you really believe God and you are building on a solid rock and we talked about those people in Genesis chapter 11 also who were building, and because God wasn't the foundation of what they were building, it ended up in confusion and scattering. And anything that you are building, if God is not the foundation, it's going to end up in confusion and scattering. And then we talked about Psalm 127 that said that unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. So on whatever we are building, unless God builds, it's, going, it's the labor is in vain. Then we also talked about the fact that in, in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, Jesus said, I am building my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So whatever you are building, the wisest thing to do, the, the, the church is Jesus' building project. So it's always wise... To associate your life and get interested in what Jesus is interested in. When do when you do that, you are building on a strong and a solid foundation. Very, very, very important. We talked about prayer. We talked about the Word of God. So many things. So you can always catch up on these messages. Now let's go a step further here. You see, what we believe really determines how we act. Our faith is our obedience. We'll get into that later. But let's look at a story here in Genesis. Let's turn our Bibles to Genesis, the book of Genesis 32. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Genesis 32. Genesis 32 glory be to the name of the lord verse 22 genesis 32 verse 22 glory be to the name of the lord god is good he says talking about jacob his encounter with the lord he says and he arose that night and took his two wives his two female servants and his eleven sons and crossed over the fort of Jabbok. He took them sent them over the brook and sent over what he had then jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day now when he saw that he did not prevail again he touched the socket of his hip the socket of jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him and he said let me go for the day breaks but he said i will not let you go unless you bless me so he said to him what is your name he said jacob and he said your name shall no longer be called jacob but israel for you have struggled with god and with men and have prevailed then jacob asked saying tell me your name i pray and he said why is it that you ask about my name and he blessed him there so jacob called the name of the place peniel for i have seen god face to face and my life is preserved just as he crossed over Penuel, the, the, son, of, the son rose on him and he limped on his hip. Therefore, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle that shrunk, which is on the hip socket because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip in the muscle that shrunk. Now, the first thing that we want to talk about is Jacob's return home. Now, he had been away from home for 20 years. You see, for us to really make it, not only in this year, but all through our lives, we must be yielded to God. Now, he made a decision to return from Laban and to go back to his family, back home. And on his way, he heard that Esau was coming to meet him with 400 soldiers our walk with God is like a marriage. When when two people marry, uh, they have to concede sometimes and give in, submit to each other. If they don't do that, it's going to get difficult. And usually that's where the problems are. We become Christians, but for us to really make it, we have to yield and surrender our lives to God or, again, it gets difficult. So he's on his way and he hears the news that his brother is coming to him to face him with 400 soldiers. And naturally, because of the way he left the house, he gets concerned. So he divides his family and tells one company to go ahead and he keeps some and he stays behind. But his name, no, no, the name Jacob, means deceiver or someone who takes the heel and he has been living up to his name up to this point and what you have to realize that i'm beginning i was thinking about it and he's thinking in his mind that look he's just thinking about himself if these people don't make it at the very least i will run out what a responsible thing to do as a dad (laughs) You know someone is coming with 400 people And you just say you go ahead I'm going to stay behind He's just thinking about himself (laughs) The Bible says that he was left alone And in the middle of the night He has an encounter it comes, God comes to him, or he has an encounter with an angel, or whoever he was, a man wrestling with him. He said, you, you, what kind of person are you? And he keeps wrestling and wrestling and wrestling and wrestling. So it gets to the point, I'm jumping ahead, that before he left, his hip was broken. Because in his head, they don't make it, he's going to run away. But by the end of the day he has a broken hip how are you going to run away your original plan you see the Bible says that man makes his own plans but without the Lord it will never succeed and so many times let's flip it, let's flip it on the other side and look at Esau Esau still has anger in, in his heart but notice what happened. You see, Jacob got to the place where he realized that he didn't deserve anything, and he says in verse Ten, he says, "I am not worthy. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies, and of all the truth which you have shown your servant. For I crossed over this Jordan with my staff, and now I have become two company." I am not worthy of all the mercies and of all the truth which you have shown your servant. How many of us realize that if it wasn't because of Jesus Christ, we wouldn't even be here. Look at all that is the mess out there in the world. It is by the grace of God and thank God his mercies are new every morning. Every day no matter your past no matter who you are watching or listening I can assure you that if you surrender and yield your life to God he will give you a new beginning may God give you a new beginning I said may God give you a new beginning I said may God give you a new beginning I said may God give you a new beginning beginning. Esau was holding a garage Against his brother. And sometimes in our lives, the grudges, offenses can hinder us as well. And when things don't go too well, we are stu- we find a way of escape. Someone will blame their parents, some will blame their spouse, some will blame their children, some will blame their employer, and continue to hold on. But the more that you hold on to that grudge, the more that you suffer pain and difficulties. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, no matter what has been done against you, I pray by the grace of God, receive that grace to release and let go in the mighty name of Jesus. So the second thing is, Jacob faced the night. The Bible says that he was left alone. He was left alone. Darkness came down, verse 13 says, So he lodged there that same night and took what came to his hand as a present for his brother, 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 eels and 20 rams, 30 male camels with their colts, 40 cows and 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys and 10 foals. Then he delivered them to the hand of his servant, Every drove by itself and said to his servant, Pass before me and put some distance between successive droves. The Bible says that so he lodged there that same night. Sometimes in in our lives, darkness settles. Sometimes it gets dark in our lives, in the world. What do we do during those times? What do, do we do during those times when we are tempted to be discouraged? When things are not going well. Maybe it's dark in your business. It's dark in your family. It's dark with your schoolwork. It's dark with your, in your relationships. Something has gone dark. What did he do? What do we do when we face the night? Maybe you are not making ends meet. What did Paul and Silas do when when it was midnight? In in, in Acts chapter 16, verse 25, they were preaching the gospel, and and, and the Bible says um, they came against them and put them in prison. At midnight, that midnight hour can be midnight on the clock, literally, but sometimes it's dark in your life. What did they do? The Bible says they prayed and they sang praises to the Lord they not only prayed they did something else and they sang praises to the lord and jacob did the same thing here he wrestled all night long i pray in the mighty name of jesus that no matter how dark it is in your life may you never cease praying And as you continue to pray and to seek the Lord, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, may God come through for you. I said, may God come through for you. I said, may God come through for you. I said, may God come through for you. He wrestled all night with this being. When Paul and Silas sang praises, God prayed and sang praises, God came and shook that jail and delivered them out of that jail. I don't know the form of captivity that you may be in, but in the mighty name of Jesus, as you wrestle and as you pray and seek the face of the Lord, I I see God delivering you in the name of Jesus. I said, I see God delivering you in the name of Jesus. I said, I see God delivering you in the name of Jesus. I said, I see. God delivering you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Three, Jacob clung to the Lord. Till we see him wrestling with God, then just said, the, the, the being that he was wrestling with said, Look, you, 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 something has to change here. Something has to change. You You left. You, you, I mean, you should face the same fate as your family. You should go. He said, "No, absolutely not." He kept wrestling, but notice that in the midst of all of this, in the midst of the difficulties, he clung to God. Notice Genesis thirty-two, verse twenty-four. The Bible is says this: Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip. The socket of Joseph's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Unless you bless me. That is a scene of brokenness. I don't know who you are. I've been wrestling with you this whole time, but I'm not going to let you go. It may be nighttime in my life. It may be difficult. That is not a time to let go of God. Don't ever see God as your problem. Lord, I may not understand the whole picture. I may not understand everything, but I know you are not the problem. If there's an issue, it has to be on this side. And I'm going to yield my life to you and submit to you and let you show me the way out. But instead, so many times, what what we do is, when it's nighttime, when it's dark, that is when we let go of God. How are you going to make it letting go of the person who is going to help you? (laughs) I'll repeat it again. How are you going to make it when you let go of the one who is going to help you? That's not not very smart. (laughs) I pray in the name of Jesus, may you cling to God. I said, may you cling to God. I said, may you cling to God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's another lesson in here. You see, you cannot overcome God. And you cannot overcome on your own. When we try to make it on our own, something is going to get broken. You are going to be touched in some area. When we try to wrestle with the will and the plan of God, something is going to be get, get broken. But we have to get to that place where we yield our lives completely to the Lord. That is for absolute surrender. Lord, not my will, not my plan, but your will be done in my life. I pray you pray that prayer all throughout your life. Lord, I am totally yielded to you. Not my will, but your will be done in my life. Lord, take my life and use it for your glory. Your hip, so to speak, in your life will be wrenched so that you get to the place where you realize that you as a human being on your own, you are limited. You are limited. I pray that we will yield our lives to the Lord. The next thing we see here, the next point, is the change Jacob. The changed Jacob. The changed Jacob. When we surrender to God, then we will win. But if we resist submitting to God, then we remain as Jacob. If there's any area of your life that is not submitted or yielded to God, make that decision today. That you submit and yield to the Lord. And think about it, when he got to the place where he realized that he was not making it, he turned around and said, Lord, I've been called a deceiver all my life. I am not going to let you go unless you bless me. I have struggled. What that's the another meaning of his name. You have, I, when he was chained to Israel, he I, I've tried to make it on my own, but today, I have got I've reached the point where I realized that I need God, and I'm going to totally yield and surrender to the Lord. Then he said, "Lord, bless me. I'm not going to let you go. We must get to that place and that point in our lives where we say, Lord." enough is enough lord i want to see your hand at work in my life i do not want to remain the same i do not want this year to be the same I do not want to continue down this path maybe that path keeps leading you into darkness and frustration I am going to make a turnaround and dedicate my life to the Lord and yield my life completely to God Lord I need a change of identity I need a change of name I have been identified like this all throughout my life I have been identified with this circumstance all throughout my life but this morning, oh God, I need an encounter with you that will transform my life. That will cause my life name to be changed. That will change the trajectory of my life. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I do not want to continue down this path of despair. Take my life and do something with it. Let me see your blessing on my life. Let me see your hand at work on my life. In the mighty name of Jesus Lord I yield myself to you Verse 27 So he said to him What is is your name? And he said Jacob And he said your name Shall no longer be called Jacob but Israel For you have struggled with God And with man and have prevailed. I see God changing someone in this morning. I see God changing someone's identity this morning. You have struggled with God and with man and have prevailed. When we pray and look up to God, God will come to us and change us every day if you hope for a victorious life first you must surrender to the lord kneel down and pray and say lord take my life and change it in the name of jesus i see god changing your life you say how can i be changed there's no way you can do this in your own power go to church i mean witness and testify, give of my life, my talent, my treasure to the Lord. It takes the grace of God. I pray may God help you in the name of Jesus. I said, I pray may God change your name and give you a new identity in the name of Jesus. it, It takes God. Nobody can change anyone's heart. No, 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 no. Nobody can change anyone's heart. It takes God. To change our life I see God changing and transforming your life I said I see God changing and transforming your life I said I see God he changing and transforming your life think about it for 20 years he dreaded facing Israel es- but in one moment his life was completely changed what are the fears that you have in your life the anxiety As you build your foundation on the Word of God they will all disappear in the name of Jesus when he met with God now he was ready to meet his brother you see how can my family change how can my children change how can my marriage change how can my business change it starts with that decision to yield your life to the Lord how can My academic way, how can I succeed this year to build on a strong foundation? It starts with absolute surrender. Mm -hmm. It starts with absolute obedience to the Lord. May you yield your life to the Lord in the name of Jesus. When when, When now, instead of running away to his brother, running away from his brother, when he met him, he was limpid something had changed in this person that all the pride was gone all the selfishness was gone when he met his brother instead of the brother killing him they just hugged and embraced but you see the change where did the change start from the change did not start from with esau you see so many times you are trying to change people let the change start from the inside of you first When he changed, the brother changed. Sometimes when you change, even the sun looks different when you wake up. It's, it, it, the sun had always been there, but wow, the clouds look beautiful today. <laughs> the clouds were always there. But something has changed on the inside of you. And that change came about as a result of god himself the world hasn't been any different the the clouds look different the air free feels fresher and all of a sudden you see a difference in your relationships everything is different so it's not even changed all the 400 people now they I mean they just hug and kiss and they forgive each other I pray in the name of Jesus. May God transform your life in the name of Jesus. I said, may God transform your life. Notice what the Bible says. He says, so Jacob, verse 30, called the name of this place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. 31, just as he crossed over Peniel, the sun rose on him the sun rose on him the sun rose on him it was dark before oh but the sun is rising I see the Sun arising on someone's life maybe you've gone through a dark tunnel maybe you've gone through a dark season maybe you are going through a difficult circumstances but this morning I've come to announce to you by the word of the Living God I see the Sun arising on your behalf I said I see the Sun arising weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning I see God transforming your life in the mighty name of Jesus you may wake up we may sleep one day sick you will wake up healed you may would sleep one day not knowing you how to pay your bills and god will send a miracle your way you may sleep one day without a job i see a job coming your way i see the sun arising on your behalf if you believe it say amen the sun rose on him his name was changed from a deceiver to one who wrestled with God and prevailed. I see you prevailing in the name of Jesus. I said, I see you prevailing in the name of Jesus. I see you prevailing in the name of Jesus. But you see, it all started when he got to the end of himself and decided to yield his life to the Lord. That's what makes the difference. And in this new year, your foundation must be on the Lord that you will make a decision to obey him. I keep saying it. No one has gone too far that God cannot transform. There is no circumstance that God cannot change around. If you are willing to make a decision And to start and say, I am going to obey God right from where I am. One time, there was a certain man, he committed a serious crime. He was sentenced to life imprisonment. But while he was in the prison, someone was out distributing Bibles, and he got hold of the Bible. And he began to read and read and read. When they reached out to him later, he said, I've read the Bible six times. And his life was totally transformed. And he began to testify. And in a prison of 2,000 people, he got 1,800 of those people born again and turned to the Lord. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus, as you yield your life to God, may God use you to lead others to him this year. This year, make everyone in this church, make it a goal. I would lead at least one person to the Lord. What's our goal? Everyone. One, at the, at the very least. Take someone with you to heaven, if you know the Lord Jesus. Come along. As, people, as it gets darker and darker in the world, we will keep shining. When we, when we say we believe God and have faith in him, naturally we obey. And you see, for all of us, God has a place of rest prepared for us. Turn your Bibles with me to Hebrews 4, verse 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. Thank you, Lord. He says, For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who are believed do enter that rest, as he has said, So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. He has spoken in a certain place of of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place, they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it and to those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience. Again he designates a certain day saying in David today after such a long time as he had been said today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not have afterward have spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. He who has entered his rest has himself also seed from his works as God did from his. It says the good news was preached to them as well as to us. Talking about the children of Israel. But they did not enter the fullness of all that God had prepared for them because they had the same thing, but they did not mix it with faith. You see, sometimes you wonder why I keep preaching, you keep hearing the word of God, reading the word of God. Why are you not making progress? He says, not being mixed with faith in those who had it for we who have believed do enter that rest god didn't rest from his creation because he was tired he rested because he was complete and he expected the blessing of god to keep working and he was telling the children of israel that look i have a good place for you and that's difficult for us sometimes. And I said, "Please, in me, where I prepared for you, where you will rest. You are striving too much. Come and work with me. I will bring you into that place of rest." They said, "No, God is a bad, is, is a mean God. He brought us to kill us in the wilderness. So we are not going to we are we are not going to believe him." And and that's sometimes what we do. Chapter twenty-five. V- verse 24, he was talking about the parable of the one who hid his talent. And one of and the excuse that he, he, he made was, they, Then he had received the one talent and came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And that's the the same thing that we we, God. You are a you are a very hard person. Is (laughs) not? Why are you not using the talents and the gifts that I've given to you? You are hard, God. So I'm going to keep what I have: the talent, the gift, the grace. Whatever he's blessed me with, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it. You're a hard man. Hard, God. No, he's not. <laughs> because sometimes you look at somebody and you say, wow, these people, they have a lot of talents. Yeah. They, they, they have a lot. No, no, no. What they are doing is using the one that they have. what God has blessed them with, they are using what they have. One talent. One talent. I pray, may that which God has deposited in your life not go waste. May you use it to the full potential and be a blessing to humanity. When we say we love God and we have faith in Him, it will show in our actions that we believe God. And don't say it's impossible to believe God or, or, or to obey God. it's when we make that decision we are back to where we started again, Matthew 7:24. the one who is building on a solid foundation is the one doing the word of God. If I believe that Jesus Christ is the savior of the world, if we believe that Jesus it's the answer to the problems of the world. We won't be ashamed to share him with others. We'll be willing to testify of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in, let's, let's read this account in Jeremiah 35. Let's see something there. He says, the word, of the, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Joachim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, go to the house of, Rechabite, of the Rechabites, speak to them, and bring them into the house of the Lord, into one of the chambers, and give them wine to drink. Then I took Jezaniah, the son of Jeremiah, the son of Habaziniah, his brothers and all his sons, and the whole house of the Rechabites, and I brought them into the house of the Lord, Into the chamber of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igadaliah, a man of God, which was by the chamber of the princes, above the chamber of Masaya, the son of Shalom, the keeper of the door. Then I set before the sons of the house of the Richabite bowls full of wine and cups, and I said to them, Drink wine. But they said, we will drink no wine for jonadab the son of Rachab, our father commanded us saying you shall drink no wine you nor your sons forever you shall not build a house sow seed plant a vineyard nor have any of these but all your days you shall dwell in tents that you may live many days in the land where you are sojourners thus we have obeyed the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rachel, our father, in all that he charged us to drink no wine all our days, we are wise, our sons and our daughters, not to build ourselves houses to dwell in. Nor do we have vineyard, field, or seed, but we have dwelt in tents, and have obeyed and done according to all that Jonadab. It came to pass when Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon. Verse 12 says, Then came the word of the Lord to Jeremiah, saying, Thus says the Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, Go and tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, We will not receive instructions to obey. Will you not receive instructions to obey my words, says the Lord. The words of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, which he commanded his sons not to drink wine, are performed. For to this day they drink none. And obey their father's commandments. But although I have spoken to you. Rising early and speaking. You did not obey me. This is an interesting account. Somebody died. Before he died. Gave instructions to the, to, to the sons. Saying that. Do not drink wine. God tells the prophet. Go and bring them into the house of the Lord. And tell them to drink wine. They said no we cannot do that we cannot do that our father our father told us not to do that our daddy told us that we shouldn't do that so we are not going to do that we don't care who you are who you are coming from we are not going to do that then god switches around and says, look if in the natural these people can obey their earthly father can i not get you children of israel to obey Don't ever say you can't obey. You can obey. And if we can obey earthly instructions, when you go to work, or you are sitting in the traffic, and that light changes from red to green, and green to red, you can stay at that traffic light. You try jumping that and see. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get a revelation. (laughs) <laughs> i pray you should build your life on obedience that's a solid foundation everything that lord i find in your word i won't accuse you of being a hard person i'll say lord thank you this is for my good i will see how i can adjust to do and obey the word of the lord I will not hide what you have what you have given me. And and you see, our our obedience impacts sometimes it goes the impact goes for generations. It, It makes all the difference. A few years ago, the US Department of Social Affairs announced the statistical data. A woman named Duke, who came from the Netherlands, was enjoying alcohol, gambling, and using drugs. When they did this research on her 800 descendants to the seventh generation, they found stunning figures. Among 800 people, there were seven murderers, 600 arsonists, I believe, in prison, another 20, 24 inmates in prison. 150 beggars or paupers 160 inmates in nursing homes without resources only 20 reliable workers and 199 miserable people no one was found to have prosperity all seven generations had been under curses and destitution because of those descendants of one fallen woman Duke, the u.s government has had to spend 2.6 million dollars to help them out, one person. Then they researched 700 descendants of Jonathan to the fifth generation, who was a member of the Christian Temperance Union. They found 125 pastors, 13 presidents of universities, 250 university professors, 100 lawyers, 30 judges and district attorneys, 120 university graduates and reliable workers and 75 military officers they have got, become good models to their society and given wonderful influence to society through 120 kinds of writings and publications annually one person our obedience goes a, goes a long way the seed of the righteous will be vagabond. Some 112. Do you remember that? No, no, no. He said they'll be mighty. May your seed be mighty in the earth. Amen. I said may your seed be mighty in the earth. Amen. May your seed be mighty in the earth. Amen. When we start look, tracing your family tree, may we say that this family has added to humanity. Right. They've added and contributed and added to society. Don't hide that talent. Obey the Lord And yield your life. Completely to him. The law of sowing and reaping works all the time. In Galatians chapter 6, it says, Whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. Don't think you can sow wild oats and, and, and reap something else. This is the time to build your foundation very solidly. If you sow to the spirit, you will reply. If you sow to the flesh, you reap corruption it, that, it's working all the time when you make a turn around to serve the Lord it will, it will make a difference I pray in the name of Jesus receive the grace to obey and to serve the Lord I said receive the grace to obey and to serve the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Job 36 verse 11 Elihu one of the wisest person who was around <laughs> It says if they obey and serve him they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures but if they do not obey they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge it's similar to what the Hebrew was being said in Hebrew They did not enter the arrest because of unbelief and disobedience. If you obey and serve him, prosperity and living and the blessing is yours. If you don't, there is a sword out there and you are making yourself available to that sword to be devoured. I pray may God be God in your life this year may god reveal himself to you as you obey him no matter the heat that comes on the world no matter the distress that comes on the world you will make it Amen. i said you will make it Amen. i said you will make it looked at the 21 verse 35 says verse 34 he says but take heed to yourself Lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Pray always that you be counted worthy to escape. Every plan of the enemy for your life, for your family against you in the mighty name of Jesus as you pray. I see you escaping. None of it will succeed in the name of Jesus. The sun will rise on your behalf. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Receive the grace to obey. Receive the grace to do the will of the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Your life will count. Your life will make a difference in this year. If you believe that, say amen. Amen. Say amen. amen. If they obey and serve him, they will be okay. If they don't, the curse is already out there. It's an easy thing to walk in it. And it's also equally easy to walk with the Lord. I see you walking with the Lord. I see you walking with the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. If you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and you are saying of you're here and and you say I want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ I want to know Jesus for myself I want to know him and worship him in spirit and in truth maybe you are going through a dark season you're going through a, a, a dark time of your life and you are saying I want God to help me thank you Lord Jesus we want to give you an opportunity this morning To receive the lord jesus christ into your life that is the beginning of a new life with god without jesus you cannot make it with jesus you will be able to make it no one can come to the father except through the lord jesus like jacob you may be wrestling with the will of god make a total and absolute surrender of your life to the lord The Bible says that if you believe that Jesus was raised from the dead and you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord, you will be saved. Just pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, if you are willing to yield your life to him, I believe you were raised from the dead. And today, I confess you as my Lord and as my Savior. Make me new and help me live the rest of my life for you in the name of jesus if you knew him and you walked away and you are willing to come back into a right relationship with with him like the prodigal son you say lord jesus take me back in jesus name thank you father if you pray that prayer use the information on your screen and reach out go to the website we have some free resources for you we trust this podcast was a blessing Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. Find us on Facebook. Be our guest this weekend at 5050 Edison Avenue, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Saturday at 6 p.m., Sunday, 10 a.m. May the blessings of the Lord be with you.